I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. Here we are on Friday, March 17th. That means word and worship time. We're going to be talking about witnesses to Jesus. I'm so excited to be uh, here on this Friday night with you. Uh, we'll do something very similar on Sunday morning uh, to do word and worship there. Started at 10 a.m. CST, so join us then. Love to have you backstage for this next 90 minutes where we're just going to be doing word and worship. We're going to be doing a little bit of a Q&A after we get through the teaching where you can ask questions maybe share anything that's on your heart about what this passage means to you as we finish up chapter five of John. And I got my, uh, my co-teacher here, um, wonderful man of God, Gus. Gus, Gus, how are you doing tonight? Looks like we still have you muted. <laughs> that won't work too good, but well, yeah. I'm doing good, Rick. How you doing, how's everybody? It's just awesome, it's just awesome. So I appreciate you taking the time to do this with me tonight. We have um, uh, this whole scripture on John 5 has been deep. This is like the third show on just John 5. <laughs> what a chapter, huh? <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Indeed it is. Yeah, and so one of the key scriptures here, you want mind reading the key scripture of 31 and 32? Yes, Jesus speaking here. He says, uh, verse 5 and 31 and 32, says, If I alone bear witness about myself, my testimony is not true. Verse 32, there is another who bears witness about me. And I know that the testimony that he bears about me is true. Of course, he's speaking of his father. Yeah. Not funny because he starts talking about John. And I think the Pharisees may have been thinking he's talking about John, but he's just using it as an example, right? And then he gets later and he gets deep into that. So we're going to jump into John 5. But before that, we're going to worship because we want to get our hearts right. In fact, we have two new songs that we are going to debut for you uh, that I think you're going to enjoy. So um, there's a song called Rattle. Um, that's pretty cool. Uh, that is all about Ezekiel 37 where the bones start rattling, right? And then we've got At the Cross, which is another just beautiful song. Uh, brand new music worship videos that we've developed here at Blessed Teach. 
uh, for us to just, uh, uh, which is going to be a, a group of 30 plus songs as we continue to just word and worship him on Fridays and Sundays and praise and pray to him on Mondays and Thursdays. So let's start with Rattle. Do you want to, do you mind reading this, Gus, the actual scriptures on Rattle? I sure will do it. All right, here goes. Love to. Rattle is the name of the song. And we've got, this is the sound of dry bones rattling. <laughs> this is a reference to Ezekiel 37, 7, where he says, and as I prophesied, there was a sound and behold, a rattling of the bones came together, bones to its bone. Mm -hmm. And then the second verse we want to highlight here in this song is praise, make a dead man walk again. Open the grave, I'm coming out, I'm going to live again. And John 11:44 says, the man who had died came out, Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go, referring to Lazarus. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the third verse we've got here is resurrection power. There's another miracle here in this room. And as they were talking about these things, Jesus himself stood among them mm -hmm. and said to them, peace unto you. And that's Luke 24, 36. Amen. Mm -hmm. Finally, the fourth verse we want to highlight is Pentecostal fire stirring something new you're not gonna run out of miracles at any time soon when the day of pentecost had arrived suddenly there came a out of heaven a rushing mighty wind and divided tongues that fire nested upon Woo! let's worship to rattle
Pretty cool music worship video, huh? I love this, how we can, <laughs> we can just worship. We're going to do one more because it's a new one. And we'll just get into the spirit as we jump into the word of God. This is at the cross. It says, at the cross, I surrender my life where your love ran red and my sin washed white. I owe it all to you, Jesus. And Ephesians 1, 7 says, in him, we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of our trespass according to the riches of his grace. As we study 1 John 5, I mean John 5 here, it's all about this, who Jesus is, his life, uh, the witnesses about him, and this is blood. And we see uh, the second thing in this, in this uh, beautiful song. It says, a place where mercy reigns never dries. Streams of grace flow deep and wide. All the love I've ever found. It reminds us of Hebrews 4.16 where it says, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. This whole thing is about mercy and grace. And then this digs into um, where sin and shame are powerless. The, the, the devil wants us to be in sin. They wants us to be shamed. But where my heart has peace with God and forgiveness. So Colossians 2.15, it says, He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame. They have shame now. By triumphing over them in Him. It's worship at the cross. There's a place where mercy reigns and never dies. There's a place where streams of grace flow deep and wide. For all the
anything about those two songs? <laughs> That's some good stuff right there. Oh my goodness. Oh wow. That just moved stuff. me so much. I just, uh, every time I see some of these songs, it just brings tears to my eyes. It's just so awesome. And uh, what mm -hmm. a great time to just think about his blood and grace, grace and mercy to get into the Word of God. And uh, I wanted to pray um, before we get started here because I forgot to do that before we started this broadcast. <laughs> Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for your Word of God. Thank you so much for these beautiful worship videos that highlight your Word. And uh, thank you for just the, the Word of God as a whole, and especially for the book of John now as we study and delve into it. Lord, may that penetrate to our souls um, with your double-edged sword, just like a double-edged sword that you talk about in Hebrews, Lord. We just submit our lives to you. Teach us with your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. So, Gus, as we dig into um, John 5, we're all the way to verse 30. There's so much deepness here. But do you mind me reading the first part and just stopping where you'd like and dig in? I sure will. Uh, you know, a couple of scriptures fell on my heart reading this reading tonight uh you know it's primarily about um jesus not glorifying himself jesus not doing his own thing he can only do what his father showed him to do and uh the scripture that he referenced so often is in deuteronomy out of the mouth of two or three witnesses let every word be established um and my mind got my heart got to going where actually all the old testament is witnesses to the christ that came and it's so key and critical that we read all the scripture because mm -hmm. jesus is the word that's the author and finisher of our faith the more you read it the more your your faith is solidified in him but it's everybody knows john 316 Mm -hmm. But what about 2 Timothy 3, 16, 17? It's all scripture is breathed out by God. King James puts it as given by inspiration of God and is profitable for teaching, for proof, for correction, and for the training in righteousness that the person of God may be completely equipped for every good work. So as we read John, several many references to other parts of John where God spoke different things, Jesus spoke different things, but references to the Old Testament as well. And uh, referring to the Old Testament scriptures, 1 Corinthians 10 and 11 uh, says that now all these things happened unto them as in samples. And they were written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the age are to come us right now and then Romans 15 4 puts it like this for whatsoever things were written aforetime talking about the Old Testament were written for our learning that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope and of course third one I had there was the Hebrews 10 1 for the law having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of things so it, it's like the law, people say we're done away with the law, we don't look at the Old Testament. No, it was a foreshadowing. It's, trust me, the more you read it, you'll understand it in the spirit. So as we look at that, uh, let's just think about the scriptures as being witnesses. Uh, and Christ talks about he's not a witness of himself. So here we go. Uh, verse 30, I can do nothing on my own. 
as I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just, because I seek not my own will, but the will of him who sent me. I alone bear witness about myself. My testimony is not true. There is another who bears witness of me, and I know that his testimony that he bears about me is true. Now we can stop right there, I guess, and we can talk about that, Rick. Uh, yeah, it's really interesting. He, yeah. What he's referring to is Deuteronomy, where it says, um, let's see where that is. You know what scripture that is, Rick? Uh, let's see. I, I pulled a 17.6 up. Deuteronomy 19.15. I don't know if you want to pull that up and show it, but it, it says. Here, yeah, I do have it. Actually, I have three verses that refer to that. So go ahead. This is the one you're talking about. <laughs> a single witness shall not suffice against a person for any crime or for any wrong in connection with any offense that he has committed. Only on the evidence of two witnesses or three witnesses shall a charge be established. So the Sadducees and Pharisees come at Jesus and they're questioning him about this and that. And this is what they're referring to the law. And he, he of course, outdoes them every time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also in the 17.6, on the evidence of two witnesses or of three witnesses, the one who is to die shall be put to death. A person shall not be put to death on the evidence of one witness. And then we see it again also in, in uh, right here in Numbers 35.30, where it says, If anyone kills a person, the murderer shall be put to death on the evidence of witnesses, but no person shall be put to death on the testimony of one witness. So that's why Jesus is clearly saying, if I just testify about myself, my witness is not true as far as in the court and the laws back in Deuteronomy as well as Numbers. Amen. Mm-hmm. And he's clearly saying that uh, he's a witness. The word's a witness, and of course, the Spirit of God is a witness. And in that, and this is what people have got to get in context, what he's saying here, in the Old Testament, uh, God spoke to us through men of God, through the prophets, by his Spirit. Scripture we started out with, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. And there's a place in here where Jesus talks about, you think you have life in the scriptures? And those are the scriptures that are written about me, but they didn't know who Jesus was because the Father wasn't in them. The Spirit of the Father wasn't in them. They, it's, it's, it's like had they recognized the word and knew the word, they'd see Jesus and say, this is the one. Because there's like, uh, some people say there's 300 scriptures that foretell the coming of Christ. Some people say less. Uh, and one thing I read, the odds of eight things coming true at the different various times that prophets wrote the word and spoke the word about the coming Messiah is like stacking quarters all over Texas, two feet thick, deep, and then putting a little mark on one of them and then mixing them all up and selling somebody to go out there and pick that one quarter the first time. That's the odds if the eight things were true from these. Just imagine all the ones that are true. So the more you read the word and see these things and see how many things came true with Jesus the Messiah, that's why he says, you don't believe me for me in the words, believe me for the works that I do. Hmm. 
that's the works that he's doing, the works of his father. Yeah, and this is this is an interesting statement here where he's talking about, and I know that the testimony that he bears about me is true. And uh, the Pharisees may have been thinking he's talking about John the Baptist or who he's talking about, but he's actually talking about the Almighty God, right? <laughs> and so what's interesting is this kind of becomes comes pretty obvious later where it says, You sent to John and he has borne witness to the truth. Not that the testimony that I receive is from man, but I see these things so that you may be saved. Interesting. He was a burning and shining lamp and you were willing to rejoice for a little while in his light. So this is obviously now switching over and talking about John the Baptist. Right there. Anything you got out of that, Gus? Um, yeah, John was born to be that witness. Mm -hmm. You know, back in the Old Testament in the scriptures and that uh, it was prophesied that he would come in the spirit of Elijah. And he did. Um, so that's another, if they had known the scriptures and seen that, they'd recognize John the Baptist as the spirit of Elijah. Yes. Proclaimed straight the pass for the Messiah, you know. Yeah, so he sets us up as, it's really God that's that, that's my witness. But also, you saw this man and all thousands of thousands of people coming repenting, right? And he was this burning and shining lamp. Now notice they say lamp, and 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 we, you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light, but really the, the the light is Jesus, right? The lamp is 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 John, and you see you'll you'll see a couple other references here. I think I pulled right here uh, from John one seven to nine it says he came as a witness to bear witness about the light we saw this back all the way back in chapter one talking about john the baptist he came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him he was not the light but he came to bear witness about the light the true light which gives light to everyone was coming into the world obviously talking about jesus coming in and now jesus is saying hey I'm here as the light, but the lamp was here before that, right? All the way back to Psalm 132.17. There, there I will make a horn to sprout for David. I have prepared a lamp for my anointed. So really, most people think even Psalm 132 is all pointing back to this lamp, John the Baptist, as this lamp. So he kind of takes us sideways there. Anything else out of this? I, I feel like I need, we need to worship one more song and then come back and dig into this next part. But yeah, I have the scripture that <clears throat> it was taking me to First uh, John mm -hmm. five nine, which is if we receive the testimony of men, he's referring to to John. The testimony of God is greater, for this is the testimony of God that He has borne concerning His Son. And to put this into context, it's just a little a short clip here. It's First John five. I don't know if we're gonna pull that up, Rick. Five through. 12 and this is key to our salvation everything and it's testimony concerning the son of god who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes sorry that i didn't Jesus get that is, go ahead go ahead who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that jesus is the son of god it's all about our belief this is he who has come by the 
water and blood, Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood. And the Spirit is the one who testifies because the Spirit is truth. And the Spirit and Word are one. Father and the Son are one. For there are three that testify. The Spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three agree in one. And then verse 9, if we receive testimony of men, the testimony of God is greater. He's saying the testimony of God is much greater. In verse 10, whoever believes in the Son of God has the testimony in himself. The moment we believe, we're born again, we receive the Holy Spirit, and he's in us. Whoever does not believe God has made him a liar, because he has not believed in the testimony that God has borne concerning his Son. And this is the testimony that God gave us eternal life, and this is the life in his Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. And of course, that Son that we're talking about is the Word of God, made flesh, came down here to rescue us and save us and died for us, Jesus Christ. All right, there's too many numbers for me there. It was 1 John something, <laughs> 5 through 9. 1 John what? It was 1, 1 John 5, 9 through 12, I think it was. Okay, so it was two, two fives in there. That's what I missed. 9 through 12. All right, I'll just make sure we get, uh, I'll, I'll do the ESV gateway so it's consistent with what we were doing there. But yeah, that's real key. I can see the word testimony in there so many times, right? It kind of goes right back yeah. to this scripture here. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then basically talking about it's not it's a father son and holy ghost right it's the all all of it <laughs> so it's not just one witness it's not just two witnesses it's three all right not to mention john the not baptist and all the people that were coming to john the baptist and being being baptized right so all of that was happening and that's one thing i think we can just uh, worship right now as we do word and worship we're worshiping this god that is the triune god and uh, how amazing is it and so I want to get into that now as we just bring up another praise song. This is Here I Am to Worship. All right, so let's do that now. Gus, you want to read these? Sure do. Here I am to worship. And light of the world, you step down into darkness. Let me put my glasses here. Again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world, whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Mm -hmm. That's John 8, 12. The second verse we're highlighting here is, here I am to bow down, here I am to say that you're my God. And Thomas answered and said, my Lord and my God, Jesus Christ was God, they're one. That's John 20, verse 28. And the third verse we're highlighting here is, you're all together lovely, altogether worthy worthy are you O lord oh god and god to receive glory and honor and power for you are created for you created all things and by your will they existed and were created in relation to them. and finally the fourth verse we're going to highlight here is i'll never know how much it cost to see my sin upon that cross for even the son of man came not to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many of us mark 10 45. praise god praise lord here we go let's do what this says 
Here I am to worship. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Open my eyes, let me see. Beauty that made this heart adore you. Hope of a life spin with me. And here I am to worship, here I am to bow down, here I am to say that you're my God, you're all together lovely, all together worthy, all together wonderful to my God. Worthy are you, 
O Lord God, that you glory and honor and power that you created all things. beautiful song yeah yeah and so as we continue to dig into this scripture um, on John 5 the end of it it's a beautiful scripture um, we are talking right here in 36 it says that there's a big but here so it's talking about John the Baptist but the testimony that I have is greater than that of John for the works that the Father has given me to accomplish, the very works that I'm doing bear witness about me that the Father has sent me. Anything, anything of that, Gus? Well, that's what he what he's talking about. There's the Old Testament scriptures and prophecies that the coming Messiah was coming and he had to finish certain things. You remember when uh, we talked about the woman at the well when he says i must needs go through samaria he just knew he had a he had a punch list he had to hit because the father gave him these things to do because he can only do those things he sees his father do and say those things he hears his father say so he's driven by the father you see him you see the father and so all these works you know at one point the uh they said to him uh he said, I have meat to eat that you know not of. And he says, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me. All these tasks, these things he had to do. Because, think about it. If it was spoken in the Old Testament by the prophets, it had to be fulfilled. Otherwise, God's not true. So, in the word and the spirit are one. So, they had to fulfill these to make God true. Because God is true. And, you know, the enemy tries to make him a liar all the time can't so the very works if if the sadducees and pharisees knew the word studied the bible with a pure heart loving heart they'd know and they'd recognize jesus just for the works that he's doing yeah mm -hmm. what and, say you rick yeah that? exactly and that is i love that i love just the fact that it's one of my favorite things that hit me when i remember first reading the new testament i was actually 29 years old when i read through the first the first time and came to the lord and uh that was just one of the things that hit me when I was trying to go through my logical mindset. Is this true about Jesus, right? To say, and I think it was in Matthew, though, it was talking about a really similar passage about, if you don't believe me, believe the works that I do. And, you, and I just read about him, all the amazing things he had just done. It just hit me like, wow, wow, that's right. I mean, look at all this miraculous things that um, happened here. And uh, the big, the biggest thing about the testimony here is verse thirty-seven, when it says, "And the Father who sent me has Himself borne witness about me." So here we go back to the Father, Holy, the the, the Trinity, so important. And this Father who gives Him that authority, uh, that this Father is testimony, giving Him testimony, and part of that is by giving Him the power, because as Jesus is a man, had had. Uh, you know, he's a man and God when he was here, but he all his power came from from the from up above, right? So 
he submitted as a lowly man, feeling the temptations and the weaknesses that we feel as men. And uh, man, to just, to, so the, the very works he was doing was the father testifying about him, right? And so it's just beautiful. I think we have some well, comments. Too, Go ahead. When, uh, when, remember when John baptized him, uh, they heard a rumbling. The dove descended. The Holy Spirit came down like a dove. And he said, this is my son who I'm well pleased. So he testified of him right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it, then it continues on 37. It said, his voice you have heard. His from you, uh, I mean, his form you have never seen. And you do not have his word abiding in you. For you do not believe the one whom he has sent. Boy, that's a that's a pretty bold statement right there. If you just think about that, that's basically telling Pharisees you don't know what you believe. The very right. you know these people who memorize all this stuff and spend all this time and but again they got caught in what I talk about this religious spirit or this legalistic spirit that the prophetic words are telling us a lot about as well. We got to be extremely careful because the Sadducees and Pharisees were respected men. They were memorized big portions of scripture and their life and livelihood like priests today was it was just work just doing that 100 percent of their time right so you could imagine mm-hmm. that for to, to, for jesus who was not as schooled as them to come and tell him tell him this that that, that you don't have the father in you it's like whoa that's a big statement <laughs> what do you think <laughs> amen they yeah. do not because uh say the spirit and the word are one they were reading the scriptures. They were reading the uh, the logos, but not the rhema word. You know, it's like words got this crusty shell on the outside of it, but you got to open that up, and that's where the life's inside mm-hmm. comes out. It's like they're reading, but they weren't receiving. You know, uh, and they turned it all into legalistic stuff, uh, do's and don'ts, and stuff like that. Uh, added a lot too what God had really intended the Bible to be, you know, a lot of regulations and rules. And yeah, and made it religion rather than relationship. Yeah, this, it's about becoming saved too. It's like the demons intellectually know who Jesus is. So just understanding the word does not save you, right? You have to move that into your heart and you have to really believe and, and accept Jesus as your savior and believe that God raised him from the dead. All the things that they're rejecting, they understand the word actually. And, but this is what's under this is what's amazing these pharisees and sadducees who knew the word so well and jesus saying and you do not have the word abiding in you you can imagine how offending that would be to people who would memorize big portions of the bible so there's a huge difference between have the word knowledge and it actually abiding in you so we obviously the reason we do word and worship here is to make sure our hearts are right before god worshiping and praising him so that the word knowledge that we're learning will actually come to where it abides in us. That's what we want. Let's get the word abiding in us. Amen. Amen. Uh, and uh, obviously we need to believe in the one he sent, which is obviously Jesus Christ. And uh, in this last one, you talked about 1 Timothy 3.16, right? One of my favorite verses as well. That about, about how important the word word is. And this says, You search the scriptures, talking to the Pharisees and Sadducees again, because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it is they that bear witness about me. 
I mean, how could they miss it? This is so sad. If you just think about it, it's like, wow. All those scriptures you talked about, those 300 scriptures that testify to him, born in Bethlehem, the fact he was sold for 30 pieces of silver, just the fact that he, his clothes were, were torn and, and, and uh, lauded for at the end, the fact that he was going to be pierced before, even before the, 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 the punishment of crucifixion was ever invented. It said he was going to be pierced. Right? Yeah, I mean, you can go on and on and on. Um, about things that Jesus had zero control over, being 30 pieces of silver, being betrayed, um, that all this stuff was foretold in the Old Testament. And it's just uh, the, the very people that knew the word the best did not abide in it. Yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life. Again, this is all comes back to him, what we talked about a lot about Jesus also expressing his deity. Right, because only he can forgive sins. Only he can give. Only God can forgive sins. Only God can give life. And here he is. He's saying, basically saying, "Come to me to have life." That's a that's a, mm-hmm. that's him saying, "I'm God in flesh, Emmanuel." Right? He accepted. Yes, he accepted worship. Go ahead. I'm, I'm disagreeing with you 100, percent Rick. Yeah. Keep no, uh, I just I just love this part about it because I just had people as a, as apologists tell me Jesus is a great prophet, but he's not. He would never claim to be God. Well, he accepted worship. He forgave sins. He actually said that before Abraham, I am. And here he's saying, I give you life. Why do you think the Pharisees and Sadducees wanted to stone him to death? Because they didn't believe him, right? But he was clearly yeah. claiming to be equal with God, right? And equal with the Father, and that. You know, basically, I am God in flesh, right here, the Son of God, right here. It's like, wow. Yeah, and so maybe we get into one more song, and then we come back and finish this up. This goes through 47. It's just a beautiful, some beautiful scriptures. But uh, again, having the heart of worship and making sure that God is abiding in you, that's very important, that you don't just know the word, you let it abide in you, in your, in your, in your heart, right? So let's... Let's sing this. If you wouldn't mind reading these, uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to talk about your grace is enough. Sometimes things are hard in our life, but we have the grace and mercy of the Lord. So let's, let's worship to this. All right. Your grace is enough. First verse is, your grace is enough. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. That's Corinthians 12, 9, 8. Second verse is, great is your faithfulness. You lead us by still waters. His mercies never come to an end. They're never, ever, they're new every morning. I'm sorry. <laughs> great is your faithfulness. Lamentations 3.23. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. And that is Psalm 23.2. The third verse we're highlighting is, remember your people, remember your promise, O Lord. Remember your promise to me. It is my only hope. Your promise revives me, it comforts me in all my troubles. Psalms 119, 49, and 50. Finally, the fourth verse we want to highlight is, great is your love and justice, God. For great is your love. Reaching to the heavens, your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Psalms 57, verse 10. For the Lord is God of just is a God of justice. Blessed are all those who wait for him. 
Yes, let's abide in his love. Let's abide in his grace. Understand, his grace is enough for us.
All right. So let's finish this up on uh, John chapter 5 we're digging into. And uh, let's go back to here. Let me get Gus back up. So I guess you want to read this next part? Yeah, where did we leave off? 41? Mm-hmm. I do not receive glory from people, but I know that you do not have the love of God within you. I have God in my Father. I have come in my Father's name. You do not receive me. If another comes in his name, you will receive him. Burn to an antichrist, which an antichrist can be anybody that's against this word because this word is one. Everything else is all kinds of different directions, right? Mm-hmm. False doctrine. How can you believe when you receive glory from one another and do not seek the glory that comes from the only God? Do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. There is one who will accuse you, Moses, on whom you have set your hope. Wow. I might as well go on through to the end and we can discuss it, all right? Yeah. For if, you, for if you believe Moses, you should believe me, for he wrote of me. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? Again, it's the same thing we've been saying, except they knew. It, this blows my mind, because surely they knew the writings of Moses. Yes. They, they couldn't see. Their heart just, it's hard. That's why in the Old Testament it talked about we needed a change of the heart. We needed a circumcision of the heart mm-hmm. uh, in order to receive this this word, things of God. They couldn't see that the, the lamb, the sacrificial lamb of Passover was Jesus Christ. They could see those insights because these things are spiritually discerned. Uh, like many people don't see today until they, they hear the word they read it they see it and they believe it you don't believe it the kingdom of god is not in you amen it was that amen and this reminds me i always like to apply things to today right where you see these these people that have gone through seminary and all kinds of training and uh, they pretty much glorify themselves some some of them right some of these churches especially the ones that have been infiltrated by the cabal right and um, and 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 if you think about it, they 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 do not seek glory that comes from the only God, um, but they receive glory from one another, right? And you have a, yeah. you have this church exploding in Iran with baby Christians that get into uh, leading flock and discipling others, and then that person disciples after weeks of just accepting Christ. Versus, oh no, no 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 no, you have to go to twelve years of school. Right, and you have to you have to be trained by just like in the Sadducees and Pharisees. I was trained by this rabbi. I was trained by this rabbi, and uh, no, I went to this seminary. I went to this seminary. Right, um, versus really just your heart being humble and brand new believers on fire by the Holy Spirit start teaching the Word of God and sharing their love for Christ as their first love, and that gets squelched down when we have religion and legalism coming in. And all these rules you were talking about, Gus, is legalism that hits us. And all this giving glory to one another comes a lot of times from 
this knowledge of scripture uh, versus versus our heart and heart we talked about abiding in us so it's a very dangerous place to be that as we learn a lot we have to make sure we are humble as well <laughs> right and that we make sure that it's penetrating down to our soul and into a love of Christ. That's why we do word and worship versus just word, 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 learn, 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 learn. We're mixing in, making sure our heart's in the right place. Hope you understand that and I hope you'll enjoy this format as we go forward on this Friday and Sundays to really lift in the word of God. Anything else here, Gus? Uh, only like you were saying, giving glory of men. How many times have you gone any of us gone to a different church or something and the, the preacher seems to give glory to himself like he's proud of the message he just gave or whatever i don't know it's uh it, their hearts just not in the right place not everybody but you can tell when you've got the spirit within you you can discern these things the best we can do is pray for them but uh clearly we're here to glorify god and we're all the body of Christ. So if everybody's here glorifying the one true God, there's your unity. If everybody's glorifying themselves and you got this guy, that guy, that guy, or different gods, and you got this God, that guy, this, this division all over the place. But what brings us together is the one God, his voice, his word, which is Jesus Christ, his son and the word and the spirit of one, the word, it's just beautiful. So. Yeah, and I think I've shared it with you before, and I hate to be, we got to be careful of falling to judgment, right? But I do believe that God is judging against the religious spirit and the legalistic spirit, right? And the people that are, that are, their hearts are almost glorifying themselves, right? And even if a, if it's, if a sermon is preached very extremely good, if you, if there's no music, in, in a service and you're doing these 45 minute long, the evangelical church I think has really erred into giving, uh, basically highlighting the, the incredible communication skills of the preacher. Because some of these guys are just awesome and they can teach the word so well, but it's almost like the uh, 45 minute sermon with no music and no break uh, becomes a, becomes a, uh, can become a prideful thing for some of these, these preachers. Uh, so I, th I think we just need to pray for them. Let's pray that the Holy Spirit fire comes out in these services. We give room in the services for God, right? We're going to move into a time where we want you to share a backstage. Come backstage, by the way. It's free. You just go to blessedteach.com, hit backstage. You could be there. Hit the live button. You could be backstage on our Zoom right now, right, in the next two or three minutes. If you just go to blessedteach.com, go to backstage. But we're going to hear from backstagers on any questions they have, anything that this, these scriptures mean to them, right? And uh, that's part of what I believe... We need to start doing as a church is just opening up to others and seeing where the spirit leads us um, and mixing in just making sure our hearts are right with worship right that's why we're doing this format i did have one more scripture i can't remember what i grabbed here this was john 14 6. jesus said to him i'm the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me this is interesting because way back here i think it was talking in the very first one something about truth if i remember right let me see if I can find that when I took this. And uh, this is, yeah, you know, here it is on 32. So you sent to John and he bore witness to the truth, right? And obviously the truth is what? It is, it is Jesus. I am the it's way, the truth, and the life. So obviously this is 
massively in the face divinity. So anybody that's teaching a Jesus that's not divine is not teaching the correct Jesus, right? And there's many, many, many religions that do that, right? This is the creator of the world here in flesh. Emmanuel means God with us, right? So the truth and the life and the way, are you kidding me? He is basically saying, and then, then he really emphasizes it by that not only am I, am I divine, because <laughs> I'm the only way you get to the Father. Why? Which is through the Word. Right. Not your vain imagination, but through the Word of God. Yes, amen. The Word of God defines who God is, right? And John 17, 17 says, sanctify them, wash us, cleanse us. Yes. Truth, and then he defines it. He, 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 he says, your Word is truth. So, yes, it's not the word of God. It is. You can't get around the word of God. Yeah, it's what created the world. It's what created us. It's what uh, it's what saves us. Do not think that I will accuse you to the Father, which is interesting. There is one who accuses you. This is real interesting. Talk about offending the Pharisees, Gus. <laughs> you just told them they don't that that the word doesn't abide in them, and that you don't even you don't even believe what Moses says even though you study it and memorize it, right? And and you know who accuses you? Moses himself accuses you. <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> scriptures you think you know, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so... Moses the law. Yeah, and this is one danger area you got to be careful of. If you, if you are, you know, if people said, uh, you know, I was baptized by, by Paul, or I was baptized by this man, or this man, or Moses was a man right and so a lot of these pharisees and sadducees put so much emphasis on moses um that they didn't really really they lost who moses was pointing to the very right. the very the very messiah that was going to come down and that's what this whole part is about so we just got to make sure we don't miss that so we're gonna we're gonna worship one more song after uh, gus's last thoughts on this this part and we're and we're gonna open it up to you and any backstage person that has any questions um, just open up your mic and ask us or you have a, just want to share what God's doing in your life or what God how God's how this how this scripture applies to you we would love to just hear from you guys um, but but Gus any last thoughts on this I think the last words I'd like to say is when you read the word of God take your time speak to the Lord Take line upon line, precept upon precept, he said. Just take your time going through it. If you've got a reference Bible, go through every little reference and think on these things. Because that's when he speaks to us through his word. And where he says, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Don't try to build a doctrine off of one line of scripture. Because God's word will prove his word. Find two or three other witnesses in the word of God before you can develop a spiritual precept or, or rule or you know the way God thinks can't do it by one witness you know, two or three wow and, uh, with, awesome yeah this is that's great it's all about the witnesses so if you have any questions or just want to share anything about what God's taught you through these scriptures or even maybe the songs you want to share anything uh, it's your time backstagers and anybody can get backstage by the way it's totally free Go to blessedteach.com. We'd love to hear from you in a second. Uh, but let's worship to this song first. Gus, would you mind reading this as well? 10,000 Reasons. 
Ten thousand reasons. I certainly will. Bless the oh, bless the Lord, O oh my soul. <laughs> bless the Lord, O oh my soul. I worship your holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. That's Psalm 103, verse 1. Mm -hmm. And the second verse is, You are rich in love and slow to anger. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power. Nahum, chapter 1, verse 3. And the third verse, Your name is great. There is none like you, O Lord. You are great, and your name is, is great and in might. Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 6. In the fourth line we're going to highlight here in the song, we want you to think about is sing like never before. O my soul, worship holy name. Sing praises to the Lord, O you his saints, and give thanks to his holy name. Psalm 30, verse 4. Praise the Lord. Yes, so in this song, again, let's think about the word abiding in us and that we want to bless Him, our soul. We want our soul to worship Him and that everything we're learning about the Word of God is all about changing us to be able to bless Him. Worship His holy name. 
When my strength is failing, the end draws near, and my time has come. Still, my soul will sing your praise unending. Ten thousand years and then four. time for participation from backstagers love to just share what's on your heart right now anything to do with the scripture would be great but uh, we can open it up even wider if need be um, any questions you have any thoughts um, about the format we're having here anything about the songs I don't know whatever you want to share just uh, raise your hand or just open the mic for right now but this is the time for backstagers to just uh, ask some questions. We're live as well, live backstage. So you, I mean, so you can you can type in Facebook and Rumble. I can see those. Um, any comments as well. But we'd rather have you with our Facebook and Rumble come backstage. The way you do that is very simple. It's completely free now. We wanted to break all barriers down so that eventually um, anybody could come in very easily right so I mean eventually even a revival could start with this online service right and so if you have something to share what you do is you just go to blessedteach.com bless with the number two teach.com go to the backstage tab sign up for account boom it's gonna bring you to a menu hit live in fact I'm gonna show that to you real quick I think that's probably more effective I'm gonna just do it for you right here you go blessedteach.com and you're gonna go boom into the backstage tab and you're gonna say join now and you're just going to go to free access, hit join free, and then you quickly just put in your email address, your phone and name, and boom, you say sign up for free right here, this button, 
and then it's going to bring you to a menu that's going to say live up in the upper left and you're just going to hit live and it'll bring you right into the zoom wouldn't that be awesome so that's how easy it is to come backstage now breaking all barriers down right uh just create an account and you don't even have to verify your email it's probably some not the best practice but we just want to make it extremely easy right you basically go to one website hit uh, put your information in and you have an account make sure you remember your password <laughs> obviously so you can get back in right and then you go right to live and you can be backstage here so backstagers um i, I did, did linda says did you hear that um youtube removed julie green for the fifth time yeah i don't even go live on youtube anymore it's not worth it for me because they pulled down all my videos anyway that's just kind of the way it goes so but tell me what you guys think about john five any questions you have how'd you like the new uh music the new uh, two new beauty videos that we've did, we, did, we did rattle as well as something else but go ahead lois um so i guess i knew this but um tonight it just it was something that hit me hit me more succinctly i guess um so we have the sadducees we have the pharisees and they supposedly knew the scriptures so well and yet when jesus is talking to them or they're criticizing him he's quoting scripture back to them like this this example with moses tonight that we talked about how if you don't believe Moses, then why wouldn't you believe me? You know, you have, if you believe Moses, then you should believe me. And so it's all through the scripture. When he was tempted in the desert, he used the scripture against Satan. And it's all through. And I knew that, but tonight it seemed to really stand out to me how important it is that the scripture was written and then he used it to prove his point. Mm-hmm. Very good. But we have a lot of power as well to be able to do that. Yeah. Yes, amen. I love it. I love it. See, that's just, that's just a good example there. What Lois just did of being able to just understand how deep you can go with in the Word. Right, we're in John five, and we spent three weeks on it. Right, just have one one you know three different uh, sessions on it, and uh, how different things. We will probably hit didn't you. cover everything that's there to be covered. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, no question about it. Go ahead, Gus. Actually, I had one thing that um, really stood out for me tonight was, um, and I know it, just like I said, I know it, but you know, that word is truth. Mm-hmm. You know, the truth. It is such a foreign concept in today's society that your word is your bond, your word is truth. Like God said, I changed not. Like now we have, you know, contracts with umpteen pages and you have to read the fine print because there's loopholes and whatnot. But God's word is there, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's true. You don't have to look for loopholes or you know, sign a contract. It's just there, and that is a foreign concept mm-hmm. in today's society. Your word is truth. Your word is truth. Very good point, Gloria. I love it. Yeah. I love it, and that's you just a- meditating on that for a while. Your word is truth. Truth is one lies or come a dime a dozen there are all kinds of ways yeah that's right right it's either the truth or lies light or darkness the word of god or somebody else's words 
Mm -hmm. So it's key. It's so important that you know the word. So we know he is the word of God is our shield and our buckling. It's our protector Mm -hmm. inside his word. Amen. Absolutely. We have uh, some comments on backstage rumble rants. We have Audia. I think it says, says, bless you on this St. Patty's Day. I guess it is St. Patty's Day. (laughs) Then we have Venus say, so wonderful. If anyone else believes, we must get back to the basics to walk in all the power. Um, Sherry says, I will uh, will ship you for the rest of my life. We have Venus saying, help us, Holy One, worship in spirit and truth. So some great comments coming through. Um, the "You're awesome, Lord Jesus" says Surrey through through uh, the comments on Facebook as well as a Rumble. Uh, I know we're live on Clout Hub as well as a neighborhood, but the, the the chats I can see. So I encourage you to get to either Facebook or Rumble. Um, we're during our live shows, but more importantly, we'd rather have you on Zoom, right? So that's what backstage is all open to. So. Um, uh, so backstagers, just put your hand up if you want to discuss anything. In the meantime, we're going to go to one more worship song, then we'll just go to one last Q&A before we wrap her up. But uh, we just did 10,000 Reasons, or, uh, and now we're going to do a Mighty to Save. And so uh, I'm gonna, and uh, we'll go to My God is Mighty to Save. So I know, know uh, Andrew just raised his hand, so I was going to, oh, Lindell. It says Lindell. I didn't know if that's Andrew as well. So I'm going to just back up here, guys, just for a second. And I'm going to go back to, back to that. So so go, go ahead, Lindell. Hi, I just wanted to say hello to everyone. It's my first uh, time here on Backstage and uh, really enjoyed it. Um, I, I just wanted to also say I really love the format because... Mm-hmm. Worship always leads you to the word mm-hmm. and the word always leads you to worship mm-hmm. and they're inseparable and so great songs that, that we're singing tonight. So I uh, just enjoyed being here. Thank you all very much. Oh, awesome. Uh, you just made our made our day, Lindell. Yeah, so we also I, I, go ahead. I will say uh, the way my name is pronounced is Lindell. Lindell. Okay. The, uh, <laughs> The same as the tennis player Yvonne Lindell, just spelled wrong. Uh, All right, but That's but Lindell is the way it's pronounced. Lindell, so. thanks so much. That's All awesome. Right. That's awesome. And so I, right. I had mixed you up with Andrew that was on for the first time last night. So it's awesome to see some males coming back here. So <laughs> we appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, we just love this worship music as well, and uh, we and we're welcome. And anybody's welcome back here again. We're trying to make this more of a community of, uh, you know, and internationally, by the way, we have right now Canada with Gloria. We have uh, Sweden with uh, with, with uh, um, Annette on, uh, I believe normally we have Dion, who's from all the way from England. So, heck, let's bring the international people back here. Uh, I know it's a tough time, but uh, we all, that's one reason we're doing this on Sunday morning, by the way. We just want to be a blessing and go be able to have some time that's that's decent for the people in the other side of the world to actually join. But go ahead, Pam. I just wanted to say I love the two new songs, although the first one wore me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were you were really getting into rattle. <laughs> I love that, man. You were getting into that. 
that is one. I'm gonna make a few adjustments to that song to get a little bit more bone draddling and a little bit more people praising versus the animals, but um, boy, she's doing a great job. Um, but we're reiterating on these music videos to make them powerful. Um, it's really, it, I tell you, well, I know, I know it's working when she sends me a new video and I'm sitting there all by myself with tears running down my, my eyes and my arms up and I'm just sitting there going, oh my goodness, because it's the first time you see this beautiful video and this scripture down below and the, the lyrics and your, and, and my emotion just, you know, that's what I love about music and I think it's why God uh, likes us to just, just worship him during this time period so thanks Pam. Uh, but boy I tell you that rattle one really got me going too uh, beautiful to see everybody worshiping so let's do one more um, and this is going to be mighty to save so Gus you want to do one more reading read or are you tired of reading all right sure <laughs> okay. I will all but right I, I want to say can you hold up one yeah second? sure one, sure sure one comment before I burst I hate to sound redundant because the backstage crew knows I say this all the time. Mm -hmm. We just got done singing that song a little while ago. We worship his holy name. Mm -hmm. And every time we're singing that or anything about that, I'm always taken to Revelation, the book of Revelation, which is the revelation of Jesus Christ, who he is. And a lot of people might think worship the name of just Jesus, but you know, was it John? 1 14 says the word became flesh and dwelt among us but revelation 19 13 says and he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood and his name his name is called the word of god so you could sing that song like worship the word of god you know which is what we're doing here we're just bringing glory to the word of god in every way we can we got it in our songs what our songs are about we're just giving glory to his name mm -hmm. it's like his name is not only just jesus but it's synonymous with the word of god because he is the word of god from the beginning it was with god and was god you know anyway just wanted to say that mm -hmm. hopefully it's helpful to somebody out there now yeah, that is awesome we appreciate you gus so let's let's look at what mighty to save has scripture wise in it right. mighty to save my god is mighty to save the lord your god is in in your midst mighty one who will save That's Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 17 and then we've got the second verse we're highlighting is he rose and conquered the grave Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. There we are about the scriptures again, folks. It's all about the word. It's about the scriptures. That he was buried, that he was raised on the third day and appeared to Cephas. That's the rock. You know, that's uh, Peter, right? Then to the 12. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time. Most of them are still, were still alive at the time that Paul wrote to Corinthians here, 1 Corinthians 15, three through six. And that 500 was when he ascended to heaven. 500 people witnessed that, seen it happen. And then the third verse here, shine your light and let the whole world see. You are the light of the world. A city set on the hill cannot be hid. Let your light shine before others. Matthew 5, verses 14 and 16. Mm. Right. And as we become saved by the Lord God Almighty, we become witnesses to who he Amen. is to the rest of the world. Let's worship him. 
as we know he is mighty to save us. Well, everyone needs compassion, a love that's never failing. Well, let mercy fall on me. Well, everyone needs forgiveness, the kindness of the Savior. Heroes and conquerors
man, oh man. Woo! I love that stuff. All right, I think we've we've burned no, through the hour and a half, yeah, but yeah. we're not going to rush it. So we have a uh, uh, Teresa wanted to share something. Go ahead, Teresa. Yeah. So you're still muted. I know she's trying to get unmuted, but I believe she is. Hi guys. I wanted to thank you all because I had to listen to you on TV and not be joining with you until just now. <laughs> and it was because I was helping a friend who had some serious legal issues that she needed to come and use my scanner and she didn't know what she was doing. And <sighs> my computer doesn't work, but my scanner works great. <laughs> so I was helping her with with scanning some important legal documents that she had to have. And she was crying and she's in her seventies. And I was like, it's okay, it's all gonna be fine. And so I had, I stayed in with courts of, of oh, I'm gonna say it wrong, Gloria. Anyway, I stayed there until the very heaven. end. And yep. I, wrote, I wrote her a note and I said, mm -hmm. I gotta go because this lady walked in the house and she was crying. And so I wanted you to know it wasn't that I wasn't with you. You just didn't see me. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. And I love you guys so much. And it gave her peace because she could hear the music going on because mm -hmm. I played it the whole time she was here. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. she just left a few minutes ago so I could finally get on. And I was like, I'm going to make it before the very end. <laughs> awesome. So I just wanted to say thank you because I know that I gained more strength because of our group mm -hmm. and i'm sure that it gives me the wisdom and the courage to go ahead and help other people when mm -hmm. it's something sometimes things that i don't really want to do uh, because i don't feel that i'm the best at it mm -hmm. but when somebody comes and asks you you kind of do what needs to be done and so that's kind of where i was that's the position I was put in today. And I was like, okay, Gloria, you said whatever position we're put in, we're going to be ready. So mm -hmm. I'm ready. <laughs> and so I just wanted to say thanks because it gave me the courage to go ahead and step out in faith and say, okay, we can do this. Let's go in here and figure this out. So we went and figured it out. She got everything done that she needed because she needed it by Monday morning. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, wow. And, Good for you. And she has to go and pick up her daughter in Pennsylvania before then so i was like okay we'll get this mm -hmm. so i just wanted to say thank you to y'all especially because everybody in this group means so much to me it's like having it's like my family mm -hmm. i don't really have much other family that's close by mm -hmm. my closest brother's a thousand miles away mm -hmm. so i just don't want you to think i'm ignoring you no, and i no. just love you we love you too, uh, for sure. Hey, hey, uh, Lori, why don't you talk a little bit about Courts of Heaven and why people, who, what type of people should join and for what reason? Oh, yes. reason. Amazing. Sorry, yeah. I missed the day, Gloria. Yeah. We do in Courts of Heaven is that God, in His Word, says, you know, like, come to me, like, with all kinds of supplication, prayers. And petitions. And petitions, the place you put petitions is in court. Mm. So when we, uh, in our group, uh, we always go through a scripture that's got a foundational scripture. We teach, we keep, discuss it. 
or scriptures. And then because courts uh, usually go to courts of heaven because of great injustices done. So we, we search out the injustices done to us. Uh, we repent for our part in it, our generational line. And we actually do enter the heavens and enter the courts through Hebrews 10, 19, yeah. where he, Jesus made a way. And uh, it's amazing as a group what we see, yeah. the verdicts that are the verdicts that come down, it's the amazing. gifts we get, the lightness, the joy. It's an amazing walk with God. Yeah, and that's a Friday at 3 p.m. CST, 3 p.m. CST U.S. Right. time. And um, it's amazing. You, you can go to the groups, by the yeah. way, and find that. Um, so uh, where, where, every, where we're congregating is on the neighborhood. So if you go to blessedteach.com, you can go right up to the top menu right here. Well, I'm going to keep that open for a second. So you can just type in um, neighborhood.social, for instance, neighborhood.social will get you to the new Facebook replacement platform called The Neighborhood, right? And so obviously a big focus on Christ, the Lion of Judah, Jesus, uh, it's a Christian Patriot platform. And uh, you just go to groups right here. And the first category where we emphasize where we want you guys to get involved is uh, all these different uh, awesome groups. And the one which she just highlighted is Courts of Heaven at 3 p.m. on mm -hmm. CST on Fridays. So again, that's Courts of Heaven, 3 p.m. on Fridays, where you can share things. You can join this group. It's, yeah. it's a public group, so it's real easy to get into. Um, I think yes. you really enjoy that. And Lois, I know you t you attend a lot of meetings every week. Do you mind highlighting maybe one or two uh, or anybody else that has a group that they go to that want to highlight one of them? Um, sure, I'd be glad to. Mm -hmm. I, I really like... Um, the uh, Truth Connectors, which mm -hmm. comes up on Saturday tomorrow morning, as a matter of fact, mm -hmm. and that is at 12 o'clock yeah. CST mm -hmm. uh, in the neighborhood. And, and you can find the links for that if you go into those particular groups that Rick is showing right now. Just click on, on one of those little those little pictures and you'll get into the, well, she's got it right there. She's got the link right there. And then the new one that I started going to is God Squad on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And I really like that. This is with Roy and, and Liz, and they're fairly new. But it doesn't matter how new you are. It's a good way to get to know people. And so that's a that's a special one. And then, of course, we have Tuesday night, right, Rick? Mm -hmm. And that's our, that's our group that we get together and we pray for the children. And mm -hmm. we find out a lot of things, and we've all learned a lot by getting together and praying for the children. And we're seeing results too. Prayer is powerful. Mm -hmm. And then on Sunday, I go to Growing in the Fruits of the Spirit with Tammy. Tammy and I teach that together. And then the last one that I go to is Prayer Share Care, which is mine at 3 p.m. CST. So I guess I go to them all. I also go to Gus's group. So mm -hmm. they're out there. I'm going to go to them. And this is how we get to know people. This is, the, this is what brings us together. When you, when you join, come to the groups because that's where you really get to know people and you learn so yeah. much. Right, Annette? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> wow. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, just come. It's great, great, great. As you are. You don't need to dress up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's a great I thing about I this. I belong to all of them but one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so I'd see 
Audie on uh, Rumble Rant saying, this is the place to be. Thank you for this praise, worship, and knowledge. Jesus Christ is Lord. Um, so uh, Linda's asking, what's EST? So we, we decided to, uh, I, I'm, I'm in CST, and I'm the one changing a lot of these things. So I asked people to standardize on CST. We, we go live at 5, a, 5 p.m. CST, so you always just add an hour for EST. So those wanting it, so all those, just will add one hour to those for you're looking for EST. Um, so so sure, you you said, can I ask for prayer? Sure, we'll, we'll do that for you. We'd love, Sherry, for you to get backstage sometime too. It's free. You can just go to blessedteach.com. I wanted to emphasize that just real quick. I know I'm going a little long here, but I just feel led to kind of go a little bit longer to let people know how to get engaged. Here is, um, when you go to blessedteach.com, this is the main page. This is where you sign up for free show notes. This is where you obviously get the free show plus the recordings of the show, if you miss it, are, are here as well. They'll point you back to Rumble, but if you're looking for it, you can actually see all the shows right here, right, and get back to the link real quickly. Um, from the website here, this is, so you get this, this, again, the show notes are on the front page right here. And then um, as you pull the menu down, you're gonna see um, how you get to show, find the past shows. Here's where you go to backstage, which I was just showing you. And then the neighborhood is the free neighborhood. That's what we're just talking about. Again, it's a separate account from backstage, but again, just two different systems because this, this holds searchy. This holds so much uh, of, of our stuff for all our recordings uh, from that are not in the front stage that are backstage, right? Um, this also holds your ability to do searches on searchy both on the show as well as the prophecies, right? The neighborhood is like a Facebook replacement. You get on the wait list for the training class coming up uh, May 1st, a four week training class. Um, but the main thing I want to really dig into with you guys is, is backstage. Obviously, getting personal time with me and the other leaders back here, this other Christian patriots, you can obviously Gus and Gloria and Lois and everybody back here. Uh, Q&A with key patriots several times a week. Just think about that. That includes people like Amanda Grace and Donna Clement and Timothy Timothy Dixon coming on, all these great people coming on. Mary Crowley, uh, we 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 had we had um, Der, uh, Derek Thomas on lately. So all those people you do, you can be backstage on the Zoom with them, the very one they're being interviewed from. Experience the Lord's presence with praise and prayer. What we're doing tonight and Sunday's word and worship, and Lois mentioned Project Children Rescue and all those Zoom groups we just highlighted, right? Um, and then obviously you can join, you, before the show, you can come and pray with me before we go live. And then recordings available. If you want to see Rick panic a little bit when I'm late, I'm going, oh no, yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> so you can pray for me. <laughs> um, recordings available for everything if you can't be live. And that's a key part. Once you go in there, there's gonna be a live menu, but there's also a recording. So everything you miss, everything that's done backstage, you don't have to miss anything, even if you, it's off time for you. Again, you search it like we talked about, and you can search Amanda Grace, Julie Green, prophetic words. There's so much more, uh, but this is uh, really where the ministry is. And we've made everything free now, right? So the show is free, the show notes are free, the free neighborhood and the free backstage now. So we would love to have you back here. I think many of you are being called to this ministry. If you want, you should be isolated, right? We should be with other Christian patriots, and this is the, the best place to really make that happen. Hopefully you can see that. But uh, does anybody else have any comments before we uh, wrap this up with a prayer? And uh, maybe blowing the shofar, what the heck? Anybody has a shofar? I think uh, Pam has one, at least. Uh, anybody else? All right, with that, I think we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap it up and just, uh, just say thank you. 
Uh, thank you, Lord, so much for this time where we can worship you, praise you, uh, uh, learn scripture, um, learn the scripture for that song specifically and how it relates to our teaching. Thank you for John chapter 5, Lord. What a blessing it is. Thank you for the knowledge and depth that Gus goes into things, Lord. We just appreciate that. We just appreciate, We just pray that we can take that knowledge and make sure it abides in us. That it, we do not become like the Pharisees and Sadducees with religious spirits or religious knowledge or religious legalism. That we are open to the Holy Spirit. Our, our hearts are open to you. Open our heart. Our, like we were saying tonight, open the eyes of our hearts. We are here to worship you, Lord. And thank you for that privilege. And Lord, right now we're going to blow the shofars. Um, and just as a, as a thank you, Lord, for allowing us to worship you. We want to bless you, Lord. But we also want to call down all the holy warring angels, the ministering angels, the messenger angels, angels of all rankings and divisions to come and save us because we need saving from this evil globalist elites, Lord. We know you're going to do it and we don't have to be nervous. We can be completely in faith and not fear. And so with that faith, we thank you for sending down these angels, for sending down the Lion of Judah for judgment. Uh, your vengeance is yours, Lord. We give it to you. Thank you for giving us the peace that transcends all understanding as we wait for this to happen. And we blow our shofars here. Let me turn the sound correctly. As we just, we just say thank you, Lord. We just love you. And we cannot wait to worship you next time. Looks like I had on low the whole time again. Here we go. Let's blow the shofars in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you. Amen. We love Thank you guys so much. Jesus. We have a wonderful God. Thank we have you. a wonderful God. And with that, we're going to say goodbye to you. So if everybody went mind unmuting and saying saying goodbye. Yeah. Bye, everybody. God Bye. bless you. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Lyndall. Appreciate you being on. God bless you, Rick. All right. Thank you, God Thank you, Rick. I want to say hi. Everybody. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank what time is worship Sunday? 10 a.m. CST. <laughs> 10 a.m. CST. Okay. Linda, I want to say just hi to acknowledge everybody backstage. Linda and KBS and Pam and Chris and Di and Teresa and Lyndall. I think I got that. I think it. Like right. Yes. And then L, which is Lois, Gloria, Gus, and that. Thank you all for being here. Love to have more of you backstage. Um, every word and worship. Friday and Sunday, every praise and prayer, Monday and Thursday after the show. God bless you guys. <laughs> With that, we uh, say goodbye. Put on your armor. Goodbye. Fear, not faith. Love you all. Love I mean, you all. Fa faith, not love fear. Faith, not sight. Boom. Love you all. I don't even know what this is. Bye bye. Shalom. Shalom. Shalom.